Hi, I'm Rob, and this is another episode of Rewind and Review. As always, I'm joined by the guy who once crammed 11 cookies into the VCR. It's Jason. And lives were ruined. (laughs) Welcome to Rewind and Review, the retrospective podcast where we have a look at an existing property from the past, delve into its legacy, discuss how it's held up over time, and even give our own personal experiences. Did we watch it as a kid or sometime later in our lives? This episode of Rewind and Review will look at the Christmas comedy film that celebrates its 20th anniversary this year in 2023. Yep. So make gingerbread houses and eat cookie dough and go ice skating and maybe even hold hands as we rewind to the year 2003. Swinging 60s, here I come, baby. Yeah. Go back to then. When? Now. 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 Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. There's definitely a very slim chance we'll survive. Directed by John Favreau and written by David Brennerbaum, Elf stars Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. Buddy was accidentally transported to the North Pole as a toddler and raised to adulthood among Santa's elves. Unable to shake the feeling that he doesn't fit in, the adult Buddy travels to New York in full elf uniform <laughs> in search of his real father. As it happens, this is Walter Hobbs, who's played by James Kahn, a cynical businessman. After a DNA test proves this, Walter reluctantly attempts to start a relationship with the childlike buddy with increasingly chaotic results. Be warned that if you haven't seen Elf yet, um, but you do want to, go watch it first before listening to this episode, uh, because we will be talking spoilers. Jason, I heard... I heard you like this movie, potentially. Have you seen it before? Tell me about it. I have. I have. How many I have times? An interesting... Uh, uh, it's one of those ones. A handful <laughs> of times. handful of times. I have an interesting relationship with this movie. I used to hate it. I used to hate it so much. Oh. <laughs> like, I really dislike this movie. Oh, wow. Um, Will Ferrell, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Will Ferrell. He has grown on me, though, in recent years, I'll, I'll admit, and he's, he's done some stuff that I've found quite delightful and kind of appreciate the man a little bit more. Much right. like this movie, from when it first came out, like, I just couldn't deal. I was like, no, nah, Will Ferrell is just too much. It's like, I, I don't find any of this funny, anything that's happening in this movie. He is definitely a lot, but yes. Over over the years, you know, like being forced to rewatch this against my will, I've grown <laughs> a lot more, and I'm talking a lot more appreciation for this movie. Um, to the point where I can say and show my hands early, as I keep to tend to keep doing. Um, mm. I, I I do like I do like this movie. I do like, and it, it almost sounds like Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I adore the I adore the magic and wonder of the the Christmas spirit in this in this movie. Yeah, uh, which literally is something that is featured in this movie. But <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of joyfulness that comes when watching this um, happiness and stuff. Mm. It's easy for me to still watch this though and find moments where I'm like, oh, 
like this is grading it's too much it's just too much but there's there's a really a lot to love and there's a there's a nice heart behind the you know the the making of this movie where it all came from how it was developed mm-hmm. everyone's intentions in making it and you know it's a fun little christmas flick isn't it like it, it yeah. really is is one of those things um i'm currently sitting here wearing um elf pajamas uh, which <laughs> My wife insisted that this year the four of us did matching pajama sets, which Aww. she's been doing for a couple of years now. It's adorable. Um, and she was like, look, there's an elf set. So I've currently got one, Will Ferrell's big head. There's many, many Will Ferrells on my pants. And oh, it says God. he's an angry elf on my shirt, <laughs> which it works, doesn't it? It just works. How about you, though? Um, you watch yeah. Elf. <laughs> you uh, seen so- Elf a couple of times? So I have seen it a couple of times, um, but truly the definition of a couple is two, um, and that is how many times I've seen <laughs> this movie. So I saw this for the first time last year at the ripe old age of 36 years old. Perfect. Then, Perfect I watched, entry point. then I have watched it again at 37. So, um, yeah, definitely watching this. As so you're on a streak. You're now, on a streak. Next year it comes around and it's... I was <laughs> I graduated high school the year that this came out and that was mm. kind of like peak Will Ferrell really like that was well that was like Anchorman and and brothers or whatever the hell step brothers and it was like that was, kind of era wasn't it really and it old was school the, was it that around that it was the start I think I think we had old we did have old school but I think but it was before it was before Anchorman and stuff like. Literally, like the yeah, real throw okay. of it all was he was the Sunday Night Live guy. Yeah, right. Um, okay, and he had done that he had done sense. a few, yeah. a few roles. You know, Night at the Roxbury stuff like that. But there was he was not a leading man at this stage, especially in terms of leading comedy man, all that kind of mm. jazz. But mm. we'll get into all. Yeah, we'll. Well, what I what I can say is, so you said it as well. Um, Will Ferrell is a lot in this movie, um, <laughs> and but I because I haven't seen it that many times. I have to say, like my experience so far, um, without showing cards or hands at the moment, um, I I see it for the joy that that it brings people. I don't see it for the annoying yet. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. First thing we do need to talk about, though, which is what we always talk about at the start of these episodes, is um, you know, the the film's legacy. So, budget back in two thousand and three, this cost thirty three million dollars to make, and it made two hundred and twenty five point one million dollars worldwide. That's a couple of pennies, that's Jason. That's that's a very impressive. Uh impressive thing that it did yes in doing that <laughs> that's a lot of money <laughs> against that budget a couple of dollars um like this was a this was a a gamble for new line cinema to even green light mm. like they were like the concept the idea they're like well like what is this like is this meant to be funny like what's this gonna be mm. why is it kind of like you know why are you guys trying to rip off that rudolph movie <laughs> from a few years back you know like it's yep. it's nuts but Wow, the all everyone involved like they put this thing together and people loved it. They yeah. ate it up, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about critics. Um, well, just from a, an overview point of view. Um, so I guess uh, you know what what's been said about it is so 
Elf is a spirited, good-natured family comedy, and it benefits greatly from Will Ferrell's funny and charming performance as one of Santa's biggest helpers. Quite literally, biggest helpers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. I mean, and it's it is, and it's it's Will, it's the Will Ferrell show. This is, you know. Um, now, Rotten Tomatoes. This surprised me because I thought it was going to be higher, but it's currently at eighty-six um, percent from two hundred and two reviews, um, giving it an average of seven point one out of ten. I thought it was actually higher than that, so that surprised it's me. It's still, still, still It's respectable, yeah, definitely. But now, uh, Metacritic sixty-four out of a hundred. That's much longer than it would be out of 38 reviews. Now, this is weird because the cinema score is an A minus. Usually, Metacritic and cinema, um, cinema score. They would match up, wouldn't they? Yeah. They do, but for Metacritic to give it a relatively low or average, um, but then cinema score give it a, an A minus. Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting. Um, now, Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, which means it's pretty good, I guess. Um, he calls it. One of those rare Christmas comedies that has um, a heart, a brain, and a wicked sense of humor, and it charms the socks right off the mantelpiece. I think by socks yeah. he means stockings, but that's fine. Um, I mean that would be something. I think overall, it sounds like people other than me love the shit out of this movie. Majority yep. of them. I'm obviously one of the fourteen uh, percent uh, that uh, <laughs> gave it. Uh, rotten score, I guess, initially. Uh, but th- that's it. Yeah. Oh, look, awards, <laughs> awards-wise, it was nominated for nine awards and won two. What it won was the 2004 ASCAP Award for top box office uh, films okay. uh, for John Debney and 2004, the Golden Trailer, best comedy. So, look, okay. there's no denying there's no Oscars or even the uh, Golden Globes. There's nothing yeah. like the Diet Oscar. Weird little throwaway awards. So good yeah. for them. Now, the franchise as a whole, mm-hmm. a Broadway musical based upon the film ran on Broadway during the 2010 Christmas season. It was directed by Casey Nicolor and uh, with music by Matthew Sklar, um, lyrics by Chad Buglin, and a book by Bob Martin and Thomas Meehan. Mm. We had Elf Buddy's Musical Christmas, which is an hour-long stop-motion animated musical television Special, too many descriptive words there, based on the <laughs> film and the musical of the same name. Edward Asner, or Ed Asner, was the only cast member from the film to reprise his role, obviously as uh, Santa Claus. It was mm. produced by Warner Brothers Animation and first aired on NBC on December 16th, 2014. It features songs from the musical. Great. Very good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, um, but that's not a surprise. Neither. There we go. We mentioned it. We acknowledged it. It exists. We did indeed. Um, there was a video game. Uh, this was this was a surprise to me as well. Um, it's based on the film. It was released in two thousand and four for Game Boy. Um, and it follows the same plot as the movie. Uh, in the majority of the levels, the player has to collect candies throughout each level while avoiding uh, various objects and polar bears. While several levels consist of mini games such as Flying Santa's Sleigh. Um, very, very interesting. The snowball fight's also in there as well, which you couldn't have a video game without that snowball fight, could you? I feel like it should you just know. be the snowball fight. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, think about that. That's a, that would be a bloody brilliant arcade game, I reckon. You know how you, how you get those um, like deer hunters and stuff like that? Imagine that. No, true, yeah. Elf, elf snowball, snowball fights or something. I feel like the only game I've ever played that has had snowball fights in it, I can't mm. remember which one it is, but it's one of the Donkey Kong games. It might as well like Donkey Kong Country 2 oh. or something. Maybe the first one, even. 
maybe the third one. I don't know. It's one of them on like Super Nintendo. I'm getting so sidetracked here, but I'm oh just God. having I'm these memories. Even, but when you think about it, how many games actually have snowballs in them, like snowball fights? I can't. In this Donkey Kong game, he's fighting this like evil. It's like one of the big bosses. Is this evil snowman guy, and hmm. you've got to throw snowballs at him. Oh, I don't is know. That you need to do. I don't know what you're talking anyway, about. This is this is foreign sorry. to me. But I think terrible I think the, the concept of. Uh, well, I think you, I think you can do snowball fights in um, Last of Us too. Can you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, when they're in the settlement. Anyway, that's, it doesn't matter. And for this game, for this game, I just we just have to say it. This game received generally negative reviews. So maybe snowball right, fights yeah, aren't. Right. Maybe that, maybe that's why snowball fights aren't. <laughs> it wasn't thing. enough. It wasn't enough <laughs> snowball fight. If it was the whole game, maybe positive reviews all, all round. <laughs> But um, but instead, you had Santa Slay instead. Um, all right, cultural impact. Apparently, this movie is popular. Um, so it's often ranked among the greatest um, Christmas films and airs annually on television during the holiday season. It does indeed. Um, in 2017, Fandango uses rated Elf, uh, the best Christmas film of the 21st century. Okay, fair enough. I've got something else to add here a little bit. Sometimes in this part of the podcast, we would talk about you know, potential sequels, et cetera. Um, now, over the last 20 years, there's been calls from heaps of different people about making a sequel for this. Um, but both Favreau and Will Ferrell have been very, very clear that they've said that they 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 just don't want to revisit this um, because they think it's perfect as it is. They don't. So this is one of those very rare occasions where you've got a successful film, but you've got the, you know, the main people behind it actually saying, no, no, it's good where it is. We don't need to make more money off this thing. I think if they made a sequel to this movie, they would absolutely make a killing off it. But Will Farrell did, you know, with Anchorman, Anchorman 2 sucks, I guess, kind of, pretty much. <laughs> um, that was the same thing. You know, you shouldn't, you should have just left it. You should have just left it. So, um, so for those who might be hoping to see an elf sequel, you're probably not going to. Um, well, it's a, it, the thing, the thing that like, makes me go like you don't need a sequel like this movie is about what it's about and hmm. it, it it bookends what it's about it's a, it's a father and son story it's about you know like tracking down the dad hmm. it's about the fish out of water thing for for buddy yeah discovering the human side of him and like you know whether they handle it well or whatever is a different conversation but like it's it's about him just working out how to be i think a more mature functioning being yeah the the jovi falling in love with him and then by the end of the movie it's like they've had a baby which look is weird in itself when you look at his character and the fact it's like wow that guy had sex that's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> he had a baby just, they the, made the, that the it's is, weird you just but, don't, um, don't think about it too much don't think about it I try, much. Try, yeah, yeah. it's christmas let's not think about that stuff um <laughs> yeah it's like the movie ended it's like the story's done like i think yeah go, going into it more would just blasphemize the whole just all of it you just don't need it the story is what it is so it is what it is indeed um yeah i mean yeah it'd only be a cash in surely you know um <laughs> let's um well yeah so okay cool that's its legacy let's just talk about the, the movie itself christmas classic yeah i can see that <laughs> that's relatable 
<laughs> so this is Rob just looking at my notes as a talking point saying Christmas classic. No, no, no. Uh, in quotation. It's not, it's not just like, that. Okay, I'm, yep. trying to be, I'm trying to be a smart ass. But so what I, I what I want to say about this particular point, right, is so I'm a, I was a late bloomer to, to this movie, right? Well, just in general. The, the amount of pressure <laughs> I received from people every year. <laughs> yeah. It, somebody would go, have you seen Elf? And I would say, no, I have not. And they'll go, what? Are you serious? <laughs> have you? Why have you not seen this movie? And I'll go, it's on the list. Don't worry. It's on the list. And I, know, think, like I think that... it was you who convinced me to watch it for the first time last year. I think it was you. Really? Yeah, I reckon it would have been. Either that or it would have I been the wife, can't Laura. I can't remember. see that happening. <laughs> it might have been Laura. It could have been Laura. Either way. I'm not. It is easy to get you, like your wife and myself, confused sometimes. I get it. <laughs> it's difficult. There's emotions in the air. You know, it's, it's hard. But um, I no, care for I you both that... just differently. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you care for more? Um, sorry, sidetracked here. Um, look, <laughs> on that point, right? Like, mm. if you think back, I'm talking, okay, let's go crazy. 50 years, 40 years, 30 years ago, mm. you look at like, different chunks of years every now and then every couple of years there would be a particular christmas movie that comes out maybe a different type of movie or whatever but mm. a different christmas movie that kind of gets up there on that mantle of this is a christmas classic this is mm. one of those up there i'll revisit this every year for the next 30 40 years and then yeah. we've done it you know and a lot of them for us i know have been you know the ones that were around the the 90s or so I guess like the '80s for the older folk. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> yep, you know. No, but it's like those movies that we watched as a kid, especially Christmas. It, it, it's all yep. about you know that joy and the memories and stuff. Yeah. So we go back to those, even the rubbish ones. Like I admit, Jingle All the Way, not a great movie. Love the shit out of that movie because <laughs> it's just delightful and fun. But yeah. what happened? Okay, this movie came out 20 years ago, right? And mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people. And again, I'm speaking generally because obviously I wasn't one of them, but for a lot of people, this was one where it was like, we will watch the shit out of this every year. Hell, mm. we'll even watch it in September. Why the hell not? Yeah. They'll do it. They'll revisit it every December or something because it's like, it's Christmas time. Elf, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Name another Christmas movie that's come out in the past 20 years that that's had that power. There have been Christmas movies and there's been some good ones. Now, there's even been some great ones, some delightful, fun, enjoyable ones, um, you know, that I probably would check bad, out. Bad Santa. Every couple of years. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, was, was that, that, that was a joke. 2005, because, I think. Was it? I don't know. But I don't know. It was around that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's older. Maybe that. Maybe that's older than I thought. But anyway, that was a joke. The, the, the truth is, I actually can't think of a standout because because most of the movies that come out nowadays that are Christmas movies are your you know your Netflix million like cookie cutter <laughs> things or I mean, your, your hallmarks and and they are all the same movie you know um, yeah and none of them none of them are unique. This movie is unique. This tells us. You know, kind of a familiar. St- no, no, no. I wouldn't say familiar story. It's a familiar setting, um, but it it's it's different. It's and it's it's different because of Will Ferrell and how dedicated he is to his performance. Like he's just he's all in, and it's over the yeah. top and crazy, and it stands out. You just don't get that regularly. You know, you don't. I mean, and that's. 
that's what look, I'm the first one to admit, even though you know, from what I said, like when when this movie first came out, I hated it. Like I just did not mm. like it and I refused to revisit. I was like, no, it's horrid. Like it's painful to watch. I'll admit though, <laughs> and again, full disclosure, yeah, I really like the movie now. Okay, just calm down, everyone. Don't send me angry <laughs> elf letters. Um, but like I'll admit, like when this came out, like this became an instant Christmas classic, and it's withheld mm. that 20-year... And, you know, it's baffling to think this came out 20 years ago. Mm. We are old as shit. Like, that, it's it's happening. Even me. Really hey. old now. It's quite upsetting. 20 years. I remember this coming out, like, a couple years ago. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, I was, like, a, I was, like, 13. But still, like, <laughs> My high, like my high school just this weekend that's passed held its 20 year reunion. Oh. <laughs> if that makes I digress the pain. <laughs> you are <Was> elf themed <laughs> <laughs> celebration of this Christmas class. Should have bloody been. Yeah. I, I I'll I did this on our Nightmare Before Christmas episode, but I'll refer to that documentary series again, mm. the movies that made us. Season three, the other Christmas episode they look at is actually Elf. So, oh right, <laughs> it's and again, if you want, and it's really quite interesting, the backstory about how this movie was developed came to be, you know, trying to get New Line on board, heaps of other studios knocking them back, trying mm. to find the right director. They eventually found John Favreau. Um, one really cool part is like, you know, when John when they got John Favreau on board and he brought in his pitch of like, hey, look this is what I would want to do with this movie because obviously you had the writers and stuff. They had developed it and they were like, okay, we need someone to bring their craft, what they're going to do. Hmm. And they had like these three points and I, I'm probably going to butch this because I can't remember them completely, but it was like they need like the, they need to address like the, the Christmas spirit and just have like the joy of Christmas and hmm. stuff like that. And what they also, what he also referenced was that the, um, uh, Rankin Bass Rudolph movie that came out a few years earlier, which was mm-hmm. a stop frame animation, like Rudolph story. Yeah. That they basically used a lot of influence from. And when I say a lot of influence, I mean like the costuming of the elves, yeah. literally, uh, to the point where like there was actual legal issues trying to get clearance. Like, oh, hey, right. have we kind of borrowed too much <laughs> from this? Yeah, right. So, like, the talking animals, the that whole sequence in the North Pole with, like, that's all animated mm. with the stop motion stuff, the whale that comes up. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Big yeah. laugh. Um, hope you find your dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, all of that, like, him stand, buddy standing on, like, the, the ice thing, whatever you call it, as it floats yeah. off. All from that that Rudolph movie. If you if you if you look at that movie, the designs, yep. even like Jovi's elf outfit, the pink version of it later on, mm. there's this whole drama about you know like we've got to change the elf outfit to blue because we're not going to get legal clearance to use it. Yeah, and, that right. blah, 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 and yeah, it was okay. nuts. So again, that uh, that documentary ep- that documentary series, movies that made us mm. the elf episode, fantastic backstory. What, what's that on, Jace? Is that Disney? You can find that on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah, right. So, Season three. Far out. Yeah. No, look, you know what? There's a whole bunch of really cool episodes. They they go back and look at old old movies and talk about them. Um, you can't get that anywhere else. I, oh, I might even go watch it now. I'll, go, I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, we have to finish this bloody Pause episode us. first. <laughs> I'll be Pause right this. back. <laughs> Watch the whole series and come back and talk about movies. Um, it's, a, it's a good recommend. Um, but go, going back to this stuff. Um, so, like, yeah, okay, cool. This movie is Will Ferrell, right? So, so you're, oh. you're, you're saying, like, you know, it's got Favreau's behind the helm and he's, he's just, he is incredible. He always is, he always He's just, I don't think he can do anything wrong. And this was one of his earliest, like, mm. directorial things. Again, he was just like, mm. he was John Favreau, the actor, in yeah. very pretty small roles as well, like nothing too major. Who is this guy? What the hell? Well, All I mean, right, let's yeah, let that, him direct this movie. And, <laughs> and he nailed it. Like, but it's, it's, but it's, it is, it's a, I was saying it's Will Ferrell. It is a Will Ferrell show, right? It's, yeah, like I, I would love to see some of like the the outtakes and stuff like that because Will Ferrell is one of those reputed. Um, he's really good at ad libbing and and imp- improv, improv work, stuff. Right? And God, could you, he just probably would have went mad with like just crazy <laughs> on set with this. Well, the, a lot of he's also obviously a very professional worker as well. So he's like the I, know, I saw some behind the scenes stuff, and it's like, look, you always do the first take. How it's scripted, get it done right. Yeah, and right. Then next take, have fun with it, improvise, and then let the let everyone in charge of like editing and you know obviously the director and stuff let them choose which one to go with and what what works funniest. And so it's like professional guy, but obviously yeah, like just bring in his craft, which is which works. And you know, in mm-hmm. saying that, like this is his show. This is, and that's why it's big enough that. It's make or break. And for me at yep. the time, when first watching this, it was a break. It was like, I'm not getting on board the Will Ferrell train. Like, this isn't working for me. It's it's too much. He's standing in the street just screaming and yelling. He's too immature. <laughs> yeah. And look, I'll, I'll admit, I still have some issues with a lot of the performance and how him as a grown adult, even raised by elves, he's still way more in- immature than all the other elves that we saw. Yeah, so like, it's like, an example of that actually. Hands. You are right. Like an example of that is when he goes, where he's like, "Yeah, tuck me in," to James to his dad to James Cowan, and he's, and he goes tickle fight. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it, hmm. that is well immature compared to the rest of the people that he's been raised with, because they're yeah. not children; they're adults. They're just small. They're just yeah. Yeah, and it's like there's there's moments in this movie where like they refer to him having like a mental illness and stuff, and I'm like. Hmm is this actually also trauma that he's going through as well as just being an elf? Cause there's the fish out of water stuff where it's like, Oh, look, he's in New York city. He doesn't know where the hell he is, what things are. He's, he's not interpreting things correctly. I get all that. And it's funny. And there's a lot of funny stuff. The, the perfume that he sprays in his mouth. Cause he thinks it's like an apple yeah. flavor spray thing. And then his reaction, very funny. You know, like the performance where he's like, mm. <laughs> like, like this is good stuff because yeah. it's, it's that like he's foreign to, to everything. All of those things are great, but I think it is more the it's that immaturity when it comes to mm. just certain things like, oh, we need to hug. We need to I think after a while, like he should learn all those things quite mm. quickly. And I feel like that never really happens in the movie until like the very end where the movie just says, You've mm. learned all this stuff. <laughs> like, like, and yeah. like but, but did he? He seemed to not be changing at all. 
didn't seem to be picking it up. Yeah. Um, no. So like, there's there's two sides of his character and, and the well Will Ferrell's portrayal of it. Like so, you've got your immature bit, and that grates me a little bit, right? <laughs> like the sheer joy that he has and brings. The, so yeah, the now that's the pause. That's the good stuff. That's the stuff that I think it's makes like, this movie a, like a a, like, a legacy Christmas movie is just how unconditionally joyful he is about everything. It's the like immaturity when, shit sucks, but the just being happy about everything is, I think, very uplifting. Very. It's good. like a lot of a lot of me watching this movie is is like James Khan's character, right? Where it's just like. This guy's a lunatic. Get him out of here. Holy shit. He was ruining everything. What's going on? Yeah. But then there's another part where it's like, I'm watching the movie like um, Zoe Deschanel's character, Jovi, mm. where I'm like little smirks of, look at this endearing, charismatic, yeah. sweet buffoon. <laughs> like yeah, he, he's that's, like, that, and that's and right. You, you're yeah. falling for him and you're like, yeah, like this is a, he's mm. kind hearted. He's nice. You do. You want to give him a hug. You want to yeah. just be like, yeah, cool, man. Like, let's hang out. Like, yeah. and look, there's so many redeeming moments, like the snowball fight, the mm. like when he's showing off skills, like he can decorate the the whole department store yeah. area. Um, you know, things like that, like the mm. I don't know. And I think like when he is taking Jovi out, you know, like on their date, and yeah. it's like she the whole time should just be like, who is this idiot? Like, what's going on? But yeah. she's seeing something in his just innocence of amazement of everything. Like, he finds so much joy in things, just the the basic <laughs> crappy cup of coffee, like all things like that, like mm. big Christmas trees. Like, he just sees all these joyous things. And it's like, you know, yeah. it, there's so much redeeming stuff. And it's like, I find myself hating myself because I'm like, damn it. Why do I like this character now? <laughs> like, what's happened? So, How have I come to enjoy this? It's the, nuts. The, the opposite to this character, no, sorry, there's so many parallels with it, but the opposite feeling I have with Will Ferrell is when he's he, he plays an immature role in Step Brothers, right? And that movie and the way that those guys, I mean, it, it's funny, but it, it really annoys but me. They're morals. Yeah. They're dumb and immature. Those that that performance in in that movie, like there's parallels with him in this, in the sense that all his immaturity, and so that when I when I've watched that, the two times I've watched it, it reminds me of Step Brothers, and it annoys me a little bit. But it is, it's still overpowered by just the sheer joy and energy of just celebrating all the positives, all the good stuff in life. That's, that's he, he's just a, a, yeah, a ray of sunshine against, you know, <laughs> contrasting against like James Khan's serious, like angry, doesn't have time for this bullshit kind of thing. Yeah. And I think the, you're right. The contrast really does help the yeah. other characters that are diluting the, the intensity of him. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause sometimes yeah. you watch things where someone is the outlier and it's like, no, they're doing something else, it, mm. and it doesn't work. But mm. in this, and, and and it's crazy how like I've turned around with defending this character because we, I, I swear, do this, do this, um, this episode five years ago, I'd be shitting on this so much. I'd just be like, <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it so much, but I don't know what's happened. 
it's nuts. Um, it's grown on you. The, the Christmas I've, spirit, it's slowly I've overtaken soft you. soft in my old age. It's nuts. Yeah, the contrast, and, and, that, and that's the like the fish out of water, or you've, you've put it here in the nose, elf out of water. Which I don't quite know what that means, but uh, I don't know. I know what you're trying to get at there, but yeah. Um, but the that is like, yeah, he is. He's out of his league. He's out of his depth. He doesn't understand a single thing about the real world, and that includes the characters around him. And they are all yeah. playing it straight. They're everybody in this movie is playing it straight, except him. Like they they're observing this absolute lunatic, like, and that gives it grounding. Like at well, oh, I guess in a way it grounds the setting, but it highlights just how over the top Will Ferrell is as well. That fish out of water kind of concept, but yeah. I like it, it. Like when he's when he's in the elevator, like it's so there's so many gags. Like when he's in the elevator and he hits all the buttons, <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's like it's like, and just like oh, you would never get away with it. You just couldn't do it. Um, like guy's gonna thump you. Know, like what's, yeah. what's happening? Or yeah, his, like, his altercation with um with uh the author um oh bloody hell what's the what's the actor's name I, I know it Peter, Peter Dinklage oh Peter Dinklage yeah like everybody in the room knows that you can't call somebody with dwarfism an elf <laughs> you can't do that and yet that's exactly what he does and he's completely innocent <laughs> when he's doing it and it's just and that scene just builds like you've got a severely pissed off person who, who has and then in that moment of when he's he snaps and then you just get pure joy from will farrell where he goes look at you where he gets absolutely like slammed against the wall in that moment like like he's badass like he takes oh, yeah. down like so easily yeah um and he's right like he's confident in himself he's like you know like i've it sounds like he's almost talking about his like sexual conquest but He's mm. just saying, like, I see more action than you would in a lifetime, something like that. And it's like, but he's talking about the parties that he goes to, the the, the people yep. he associates with, the TVs that he. And I'm like, yeah, you're definitely leading with like your sexual. <laughs> I, 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 I interpret it as like initially as like, yeah, he's talking about his sexual prowess. <laughs> like his, but, um, <laughs> but but yeah, he takes him down hard, and it was and it's funny because you if you watch. Will Farrell, like the whole scene, you when he's when Will Farrell's getting beaten down, when Buddy's getting beaten up, kind of thing, he's the look on his face is just pure like like I don't know what's happening. I don't know, like panicking, innocent panicking while he's yeah, getting like, the shit kicked yeah, out of him. What's going on? But, there's um yeah, yeah, there's again, there's so many, there's so many fun little moments to be had, like with the with the awkwardness of the character and just being lost. But then there's also just like real. I always hate it when I have to say cringy, but I can't think of another word because I'm not well educated. Um, just cringy moments, like when he's doing the, the Christmas Graham thing, where it's like, "Well, are you gonna sing?" Oh yeah, and it's like, yeah. "I'm here, and you're my dad, and I love you, I love you, I love you, love you." Yeah, so I can't deal with this, like, because it's so, it's just so awful. But I get what they're doing. I get what they're doing. But then there's all the moments like when he's when he's running around New York for the first time and this is where the movie gets kind of creative. Like they're doing guerrilla filmmaking kind mm. of tactics where they've just gone out and they've just sent, and again, Will Ferrell wasn't a huge well-known face. They just put him on the streets of New York in the costume. Yeah. Hey, just go annoy people and we'll film it. 
So that that Santa that you see where he well not Santa, it's a guy in a with a beard and a red tracksuit. It's yeah. like Santa. Oh, you're not Santa. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just a random guy. That's not an actor. It's a random guy. The guys with the flyers, <laughs> just random dudes that he's pissing off. It's great. Yeah. Him going through the spinny door. That's mm. just a spinny door he found, and the people yeah. kind of wanted to get through it. Just like who the hell is this fruitcake? Like what's going on? Yeah, and it, all and of it... that. It's Fine. brilliant. Well, it really, and it highlights that like fish out of water concept when he all that whole kind of mm. yeah, and it's and it's it's really well done. I did I did read actually on um trivia, um on IMDb like one of the first things they noticed that there was car accidents, <laughs> like fender benders when he was doing bits and pieces because people were too like, were distracted looking at <laughs> full grown man in an elf outfit just doing random shit. In the street, and yeah, there's people, there's like car accidents and stuff. Anyway, yeah. um, very, very interesting. Um, what about like what about some of the other um, what about some of the other characters and stuff? Um, like the Hobbs family, like just generally, like the dad James Khan. Um, what's the dad's name? Getting, Walter. Walter. Oh yeah, Walter Hobbs. Getting James Khan, bloody oh yeah, Sonny Corleone. <laughs> God, yeah. God, like. Yeah. The dramatic, like the dramatic actor that is mm. James Khan to be in this film. What I get, yeah, like, absolutely. I could see this man, and I gave you all credit to him for, but I could see this man turning around being like, "No, this isn't the movie for me. This is beneath me." Whatever. But they got him, mm. and he he puts in a he puts in a good effort. Like again, he's playing the straight the straight character. He's yeah. he's obviously boisterous and. You know, he obviously has some questionable things about his character at the start. Um, I'll admit, though, without any sort of actual prompting, his character yep. does kind of flip, and then it's like, "Oh, cool! I understand what I need to be as a father." Where the hell did that all come from? Yeah, okay. You already, <laughs> like... you, you already were a father. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, thing. you already had yeah. this kid, and mm. I like that he kind of discovers it with his, I guess, kid that he knew. You know, the whole time, but like, mm, like yeah. don't talk to my kid that way, and that sort of triggers something. But at the same time, like, yeah, have you really been learning stuff along the way? I don't know, but at the same time, pretty mm. good character for the, for the most part, especially to again that word contrast go against Buddy yeah. the Elf and his lunacy works. And, well. I, and I think I think it is like someone like James Khan. I I don't know how like if he was approached to 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 go in this movie, like, or if he identified it as an interesting option for him but it, that he his reputation was the kind of characters he's portrayed in the past and that you know the strength and stoicism and, and stuff that he has it's definitely was needed it needed they needed to find someone like mm. him to be opposite will ferrell kind of thing otherwise it wouldn't have worked like if you found somebody who was also had comedic chops instead you know, it just wouldn't have been the same thing. Like, it needed to be somebody who is known to be tough and, just and, and gritty, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he was perfect. He's perfect for this. Um, but you're right. I, I see we're talking about like the the pivot, the pivot in kind of um, motivations and shit. Like, like, yeah, it's kind of you would. I would have expected to see more of a gradual arc of stuff, not necessarily like a yeah. Anyway, yeah. Look again. He's he's such a great. Just having Khan as a just a great game yeah. for this movie just works as a great contrast that dryness to him and yeah just that presence that just very dramatic presence and 
again, mm. just having this green colored nut just following him, invading his him, whole life, invading his life, turning everything <laughs> upside down, like ruining his VCR. Um, it's just it's crazy. But like to make matters worth, not only is he dealing with like a business and this company, and you know, yep. like they're writing. They're writing children's books and things like that, and he's and he's he's got things to do. Like he's he's a businessman, and he's also a bit of a rubbish dad when it comes to his son that he already he's he already has, who is um Michael played by Daniel Tay, um yeah, and he's quite young. He's yeah, he's probably around like the what you say like a twelve thirteen year old kind of age range maybe. Um, yeah, and his character gets to bounce off uh, you know Buddy quite a bit as like a they're both obviously childlike and it's one of those things where it's like you've got buddy acting mm. immature for his age but then you've got you got him actually acting that... more immature than michael really exactly you got michael yeah. as an actual kid and he's mm. he's uh yeah like he's he's more but it's like he's desensitized he's you know he's a modern kid in a modern mm. world with that well there's that an innocence with buddy him. There's an innocence with Buddy that comes with that Im- immaturity, right? And it feeds yeah. into the two of them. Where so Michael is more of a real child who's got he's got his own challenges, his own issues. He is still immature and young himself, but but he's not innocent. He's yeah, yeah. He's hurt. He's, hurt. he's a it's, damaged kid kind of thing. In yeah, a way. it's like yeah. Not like neglected, but just like yeah, he I just know. needs his dad to spend some time with him. That's that's all it is. But he finds a friend in Buddy. After the snow fight, but yeah. yeah, like he's just like, just leave me alone. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> but they're you know they muck around at the in, you know at the at the shops, in the mall, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, helps him with you know Jovi a little bit. It's yeah, it, it's quite nice. But then. That's all his character kind of does is just kind of hangs out with Buddy. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the stuff with like the strain between him and his dad doesn't really play too much. It's like he establishes mm. it, he addresses it, and talks about it, but then you don't really. See, well, I mean, I guess because the two characters don't really interact because yeah, that's the whole point. Mm. But it's kind of more just like it's suggested, and we yeah. just go along with it. And yeah. then we've also got. Um, Mary Steenbergen, who plays Emily, yeah, or Mrs. Hobbs, who is there mm. <laughs> she, essentially. She's, like, she, she's a she's a buddy sympathizer, though. Yeah, you know, like so you can tell she she's she's like. Oh, so you've got you've got James Khan, who's not the best dad, but you've got you you've got Emily who. Is actually not a bad mum, you know, and she is she's yeah. a caring person. So she's kind of like an even keel guiding um Walter in a way, like encouraging him and but also you can't throw him out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like where's he gonna go? He loves like, the snow. He's told she, me fifteen times, but yeah. <laughs> she's the type of character that like look, one of her earliest scenes, they're coming off the elevator. They've obviously mm. just had a conversation, like catching her up on what's going on with Buddy and who he is. Mm. And her first response is just like, "This is so exciting! You have yeah. another son, like, oh man! Like, she's not like, who is this guy? Like, where has he come from? There's no cynicism to it. There's, she's it's just ex- like, it's acceptance kind of thing, happy thing. Like, this is great. More love to go around. It, it's it's nice. She's a nice character. She's there. She's 
she's that support she's mm. the link between I, I guess michael and and walter just you know obviously communicating things like he needs mm. his dad and i guess they do address it a little bit more just secondhandedly don't they um maybe not yes, maybe just not as openly but yeah it's there yeah, it is and, there but again she's also another straight character to be like you know, watching him eat spaghetti with, you know, maple syrup. And it's just like, what? So, you you know, you get those fun little moments of mm. just the, what the hell are we looking at here? This is... <laughs> how do you, she... I wonder how he drank the full bottle of, um. I mean, he must have had like of a coke. hose or, yeah, he must have, it's it's just the, the camera angle and the trick of it. But yeah. I think, I think it could have been done if it was, if it was non-carbonated, like if they had replaced it with like a dark colored liquid. What, and just I said, don't drink do anything for the whole day and then just smash this scene out. Kind no, of well, it's, yeah. I just feel like, look, I could do it. You can skull, but obviously it's harder if it's like sculling Coke isn't the best. Very yeah. bubbly, very gusty. I, I he probably did it. <laughs> I really did it. Wait, 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 wait. He definitely he definitely eats the um the food. Like you got your spaghetti and all that. You break some pop tarts on top of it all and you're just like Oh, oh that that is disgusting. Spaghetti so... and then like marshmallows and Yeah, uh, but then he mixes it together and, uh, with his hands and nah, just... I can't do it. <laughs> like I eat some filthy, disgusting things that my mum would be ashamed of. But no, nah, that's oh no sick. I actually I actually look at that scene, right? And I just get a headache because yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, it does. And my teeth, I feel like I get a sugar rush. I don't don't eat sweet things anyway. So really. And so that's, that hurts me. That scene, like it really sweet enough, mate. I'm so sweet. Yeah, that's right. More like I'm, yes, yes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not as sweet as a Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. I'm I'm bitter. Yeah. I am actually, I actually relate more to James Kahn than I do to Buddy. (laughs) But speaking of, speaking of sweet, uh, I thought Mm. I'd jump on that segue there. Yeah, very well well, I'm a, I'm a big sympathizer of um, Zoe Deschanel, I'll say. Um, No, look, she's delightful, isn't she? And this is. She's always delightful. I had seen her previously in um, Almost Famous, but I didn't mm-hmm. know who she was or, like, I didn't realise, whatever. So my first real introduction to her is this movie. And Blonde, oh, right. which is bizarre. Blonde, blonde is bizarre, have, yeah. When have we ever seen her blonde without bangs? <laughs> like This, it's, this it's is madness. the only example I can think of, to be honest. It's so, madness. Yeah. It is man, But she's... She's the live on this, and they utilize her singing because why the hell not? You've yeah. got her. They get to do the duet, even though they use that creepy song that 20 years later we're looking back and we're going, Yeah, look, that's not a good song. Like, let's yeah. stop using that. <laughs> but um, she's also naked in the shower when that's happening. This is a great movie, yeah. fantastic movie. I like a lot of stuff that's happening. That's actually great. That that's great. <laughs> that's great. That the shower scene, so when they um, when she goes. Cover your eyes and get out, and he just runs straight into just the locker. Runs to the locker. Yes. <laughs> this is great. Uh, See stuff like that where he's just like, I don't know what to do. See, but <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny. He doesn't need to be immature or like. And st- he, he the slapstick stuff be... works. You don't need to be yeah mature about it. He just right. needs yeah. to be socially like inept, and that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. he doesn't need to be a child like, mentally questionable i don't know but <laughs> yeah yeah so um but yeah but but jovi yeah she's she's great and like we, we you said it earlier about 
how she kind of is watching him and she's got a little smirk on her face sometimes and she's seeing him for the, she's seeing the value and like the the joy and, the, and can, yeah all of that that's in there and she's shaded herself at the start kind of thing you know on one hand i'm like this is bullshit like fully unbelievable. <laughs> she was this girl. She's not real. She doesn't exist. How can she be into this guy? But then on the same at the same time, I'm like, that's the point, isn't it? She is yeah. unique in herself that she's seeing mm. the uniqueness of Buddy and allowing herself to enter that world and accept yeah. the this guy is unlike anyone I've ever met before. And that's something special. And I gravitate towards it. Um mm. But like when they when they kiss, like when they're ice skating, I'm like, mm. not too soon, just too soon. No way. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Tis the season, eh? Get it done. Like, <laughs> do I detect jealousy, Jason? One hundred percent. Yeah, oh. definitely. Oh, Absolutely, definitely. Um, <laughs> who, who else can we talk about? Um, I like that guy that um the the manager at the department store at Gimbal's. He's a uh, it's pretty funny. He has some nice moments. The what's it like, like the, with the ribbon cutting like six inches? Six, or was it three and a half inches? Whatever it is, okay, whatever I the got, stupid amount. Yeah, but he's, okay. he's just like, and she's just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so it's I and a lot of the humor, you know, like it it bounces off. Mm. I think these actors and then doing things, but um, yeah, he's like a phase on love as his name tag says Wanda, so that's what we, <laughs> that's what yeah. we're going with. Yeah. <laughs> But no, he's delightful. You mentioned Peter Dinklage as Miles Finch, which is great. Yeah. There's a whole lot of like pretty decent, you know, blink if you miss, and they're on screen for a very short period of time. Mm. Through, like supporting characters like um, Amy Sedaris has Deb, the you know Walter's receptionist yeah. assistant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you've got Michael Lerner, yeah. who is Fulton Greenway again, yeah. very minor scenes, but when he's there, he's a presence. Yeah, and he's absolutely. given the attitude, the sass. Um, you've got Kyle Grass and Andy Richer as um, Eugene and Morris, yep. who are like the, the pitch guys, like trying to come up with stuff. Yep. Um, Artie Lange is the fake set. Even John Favreau has a little cameo as Dr. Ben Leonardo, who yeah. is the, uh, the the Walters, oh, sorry, sorry, the Hobbs, the Hobbs' is... like pediatrician or something. Pediatrician. Is that, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the one word, thing. Isn't it? My question: yeah. Can you do a DNA test at a pediatrician's office? I don't think so. Get the re- get the results, which what seemed like a short period of time, like an an I'm, hour max. I don't think that's <laughs> a thing. I don't think that's a thing because I think that's a that's a like a month turnaround that stuff. So it worked yeah. for it worked for the movie to progress the story, get it done. Christmas is approaching. Let's let's yeah. move this thing along. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't look. Well, I'm not a scientist. I'm not well, a doctor. It's, it's needed in the film though because um, James Kahn's like Walter. He's he would he would he needs that justification. Like he needs that proof. Do you know what I mean? So because yeah. his character is not the kind. It'll be counter to his character to accept Buddy in any way without knowing he has to. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so it's like they kind of needed to prove. They needed to prove it, so they do need a quick yeah. turnaround in that. That makes sense. Otherwise, this movie would need another twenty minutes of just yeah. like it would have gone beyond. Son, I have no son. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Something but, like that. You know, on that, I I like the little tender moments with with um with James Khan and like you know when he's mm. looking at the photos or the photo of you know him and him and this woman back in the day, and obviously 
he was probably more free spirited back then. It almost had like sort of hippie vibes to the look of, yeah, you know, like the time period and stuff. I'm like, mm. and he's looking at them sort of endearingly, like they were good times, and she was someone special. And yeah. wow, did we did we create something? <laughs> like wow, mm. this this is a big deal. Like, no, no, sweet little moment. Well, yeah, a, yeah, it's an, a moment of he's good value, James Khan. My God, he is yeah. and he's yeah. freaking. Sonny Corleone, I love that. Yeah, that scene where he's like cutting sick, like I'm like, there he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, he's like, get him. out, get out of my life. I don't want to see. It. I'm like, oh, yeah. there he is. We found the found his forte. Um, R.I.P. James Khan too. Last year as well. Sad, isn't it? Do you know what? I forgot about that. Uh, I only wow. I only remembered it this afternoon when I was just having a bit of prep. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead. No, I mean, obviously, like, I don't forget the guy, but I mean, um, no, I forgot he actually passed away. Damn. Yeah. But no, that, yeah, no, it's come back to me now that you've mentioned it. Bloody hell. All right. Do you know what? The, the North Pole yeah. and all that. I mean, we get it. We get it a lot at the start. There's, mm. there's Papa Elf played by Bob Newhart, who's, is he's, he's doing a narration. He's telling this story, which is great. Yeah. And then it bookends at the end. Uh-huh. Um, Again, like it's just this very dry, blunt delivery of lines, which is perfect. It's yeah. just like he's got not a humorous bone in his body, and that's <laughs> absolutely fine. It works. Yeah, yeah he, it really does. And then you've got um you got Ed Asner as as Santa, which very brief. You seem very brief at the start. And then he comes back for like pretty much the whole third act for some reason. Like he's just there pretty yeah. much to just remind everyone, hey, this is a Christmas movie and the Santa. And remember the whole <laughs> thing we set up about like Spirit of Christmas and the sleigh, yeah, yeah the engine and now and yeah, and Buddy's gonna have to save Christmas. Cool. I where so it's actually the it changes characters th- that yeah, it's true. Well, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah, because of the song and stuff, right? So, mm. but, but it's his influence on those characters that led them to be able to say that. Well, it's, it's, all that very it's that infectious joy, Christmas spirit mm. that he has that you cannot. Yeah. yeah, it's like sickly sweet. Um, as we yeah. just, just like his diet, his four what was his pyramid? His four, I can't remember. It's like maple syrup. He says the four it's things. All, so yeah, yeah. But um, it's the like all candy, 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 candy corn, candy, something, and maple syrup, something else. Yeah. Um, now I do. I would say though that third act is a bit of a pivot, like plot wise, like. The crisis of the, the sleigh and the Christmas spirit and stuff like that. Mm. Christmas spirit lacking isn't really present in the first half of the movie. It's like they, they establish that fact at the start, you know, when Papa yeah. Elf is talking to Buddy about, you know, we've got to fix a sleigh, but it, it's all mechanical now. You know, we use an engine because there is no Christmas spirit. People yeah, but then it dis- but then when you but then it's all about Buddy and his relationships with people around him and stuff. It, and then it mm. kind of comes back to it. It's so, yeah, I don't know. It kind of it, it disconnects a little bit for, for it me. Is, it's, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's you no, know, like you, you're, you're fully invested with Buddy and how he's navigating this world and the people he's with and how the relationships are ups and down and all that. And then all of a sudden you're and like, that's what oh, yeah, movie, hang on. There's no Christmas spirit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's a, it's a movie about, the it's the father and son story right at the yeah. core then there's obviously other characters and all of that and then buddy's influence yada 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 mm. but the big main chunk of the movie there's nothing about christmas you know, spirit. other characters and people you know not believing yeah 
Santa or not having the Christmas spirit, not being mm. enchanted by Christmas time, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That isn't in the movie. Like there's just, you know, there's just people going about their day doing things. Like yeah. that. It's it's everyday and people. So it's when, like, hang on, are we not are we do we not celebrate Christmas? Do we not have yeah, the joy? In a sense, and when we get but he's inspiring and stuff like that. So I get the connection yeah. at the end of it, but it feels like it well, comes out of nowhere a bit, you know, like yeah. It's like his his whole thing of like his presence and his influence set up all these characters you know jovi wouldn't have got up and started singing to yeah. get the crowd going and you mm. know like walter wouldn't have eventually just given in and be like, okay cool i'll sing let's do this like yeah that wouldn't have happened without buddy but of having course. said that santa falling in central park in new york city seems to be very happen chance like it just mm. it's convenient it happens at the right time for reasons to sort of wrap this movie up with yeah. a, a Christmas spirit focused ending where a lot of the other plot points had already been done. Like Walter had his yeah. moment in that meeting where he was like, mm. All right, up yours, I'm out. Like, don't really want this job. My kid's more important or my kids, plural. Yeah. Grown man. But you know what I mean? Like, so well, he, he had that moment, even though I'm not too comfortable with like how he kind of got there because it just seemed to have happened, but whatever. Mm. That was still kind of resolved. All we needed was him to find Buddy, reconcile with him, um, apologize, and then they can take it from there. Like that yeah. was where the movie he got to. Everything was great with Jovi. Like they were on. They were on. Like that was, there was no conflict or anything. There wasn't yeah. anything going on there. Um, obviously, like, the brother or the son, whatever you want to refer him as, like mm. that was all sweet. There wasn't the conflict was with obviously with Buddy being like, I don't belong anywhere because yeah. of the Walter situation, the outburst. But that mm. would have gotten resolved when they caught up. It was like this had nothing to actually do with yes, where our characters. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's 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 what you. Yeah, I agree. So that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is. It's like they had to remind us that this was a Christmas movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not really a family funny. drama element. Even though he's an elf and it's Christmas saturated throughout this movie, the idea of the Christmas spirit and needing to achieve that goal, that wasn't relevant for the whole middle part of the movie because you're about Buddy and you're about him connecting with the people. That Unless, unless it was like the, the other way we can look at it is like Santa – landed there on purpose because he was like buddies of trying buddy's now lost he's mm. he's trying to escape he's got one last shot with with these people and these characters you know with his family and stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna help by creating this scenario if you look at it like that maybe it works maybe but the movie doesn't imply that at all no, <laughs> it, it just doesn't. seems like you gotta you gotta crash there. you gotta paint outside very, the lines for that a little yeah, bit very but... convenient mm. and there's like then it just gets crazy. Like there's the the Central Park Rangers and like yeah, like, no, what it, the hell is all this? Yeah, it, it changes it. it. Changes the. It gets wacky. It gets weird. But it already um, is wacky. That's the thing. It's just a different type of it's wacky. A different wacky. It's a different wacky. So when you when you and, think of it broadly, right? Favreau, it's not disjointed. Favreau is just creating an eclectic movie of different tones throughout the whole lot and it's like a roller coaster so it fits it's just jarring a little bit to me that's all just a little bit to me 
So well, it, it leads me. It leads me to the point of like, mm. you, you know, like with Christmas movies, and especially the ones that are more focused on the actual, you know, the wonderfulness of Christmas and stuff. What is the message? You know, is the message about love, giving? You know, treating people well, something. Like, what is the message of this movie as a as a Christmas movie? It's that it's you, like, as a father, you can exploit your son when he writes a book about his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this movie's about. That's the message. I mean, that that? Is... Well, James Khan, all the way through. <laughs> through, I, believe, through. I believe the maybe the more the setup towards that was, I guess, it, you know, it's about acceptance and about yes, embracing someone who's different, I guess, and, and all that <laughs> kind of fun stuff. But then I feel like they've got that message. It's not just about that. Throwing like, in the message of yeah, well, the Christmas spirit is really important, and we need to believe and have that joy. And I was like, okay, so- what what I would say this movie, the, the the message of this movie is kind of what you're saying that it's it is it's a Christmas spirit, but it's not. It's the way that Buddy embodies it. Oh, we think it like he be, because of like Buddy influencing the other characters right yeah to have that because the the messaging of the movie is is like acceptance is accepting that you that someone is different the but the person who's different that we're accepting is everything that comes with him is the christmas spirit so it's almost saying like buddy is is the christmas spirit he embodies that yes and his influence is then rubbed off on all these other characters that when it when this problem arises where it's like, we need the Christmas spirit. It's like, mm. Hey, look, they now have it. So it's like, we're not only accepting him, but in accepting him, we're also accepting the fact that it's like, that we mm. accept the Christmas spirit kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, it's, no. it's one in the same. I, I don't know if this movie is no, no, is I... more complex than we believe, or if it's actually not. And <laughs> it kind of just shambles. And we're trying to make connections. No, I don't to... think it's. I don't think it's shambles. Um, I think. I think you. You. I think you're. You're right with what you're saying. Like he is the Christmas spirit, right? He's an example of it. He is the living embodiment of a Christmas spirit. And then when the rest of the people need to find that spirit, they they know what the example is. They already know what. They know what that joy looks like and they just need to find it for themselves. And they do. They find it through song, etc. Yes. And Santa Claus comes to town. Like literally. They it, yeah. It's, it's all... that's it. <laughs> okay, sure. So it's a confusing uh, message, but I think it's it's there. It's there and it's it, it tells us just to like embrace Christmas, enjoy it. Well, I think Lovely. going back to what I was saying before, <laughs> like like I was saying, like the Christmas spirit, the requirement for that, for the engine to work, for the sleigh and all that thing, right? That comes out of left field. For me, the Chris, the message of this movie is is around acceptance and and um and family, basically valuing family. Like mm. that's I th- that's I, where this message is to me. I really think this movie would have it really would have benefited and just really knocked out the I, I don't know just the real concreteness of this film would have worked mm. better if it was just focused on that and had that as a resolve but i mean i guess they needed something like I don't know, they wanted to bring santa back into it and like 
I don't know. I, in my head, I, I always picture like how this movie could have gone a little bit differently to the point of like literally recasting Will Ferrell, which I know is blasphemy. I get it. Yeah, that's it, terrible. I've had that's a few terrible. different people like this could have been someone who played it a little bit more low key, still out of water, a bit weird, a bit wacky. But could like, have been like late still... stage Jim Carrey could have done it. Yeah, maybe. I was even thinking like change the whole structure of the movie, like just start the movie. Yeah, with buddy just appearing in new york city well so yeah. and we kind of and we like we watch this movie from the point of view of all the other characters mm. and we literally i believe like we we start to get on board with the fact that it's like maybe this is just a deranged man oh so <laughs> you have this that's reveal. actually it's interesting you say that because on go go on youtube i highly recommend this to to you or to the listeners that somebody's made a um a trailer cut but it's a as a thriller and it's right, about yeah. and it's and it's about Will Ferrell being more of a creep <laughs> than it is about I mean, being like a joyful man. And it's that's not very good. where I was going with my pitch <laughs> at all. But interesting take. But no, my my thing is more like keep it a mystery. Like, is he like this guy rocks up? Hey, I'm your son. Um, I'm also an elf. Da 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 da. And mm. it's like, is he just a crazy person? Oh my god! It turns out like he really is my son. Holy mm. shit! But but he's, he's still also training or something. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Really, there's what is this? And then we slowly get these reveals, and it's like we has all these skills, he has all these talents, and then it's like, mm. yeah, like the reveal. And I think do you know what? Actually, on the reveal of like the fact that he is from the North Pole, even though you had a certain number of characters almost believing him, but I think still in the back of the head thinking look he's just he's, 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 a, he's a crazy person yeah he's loopy and then, a, still then it turns cool out that santa comes to collect him and says no you need but it back like, here and then all of a sudden it's like oh the christmas spirit santa's real oh my well, god like, he's really an elf oh do you know what use that could have been perfect use, use the kid as the example of how this plays out where it's like it's not him going like oh now i believe it's like and they literally have a conversation about, oh, it can't just be mm. you see it, now you believe. It's like you've got to believe it. But it's like, yeah, but the kid kind of only believes now because he saw you. He's seen yeah. you, Santa. He's seen the sleigh. And now he believes. So it's like, uh, yeah. And the thing with the, you know, with Walter, it's like he's there. And mm. this is the first moment he's like, oh, my God, you're really an elf and you're really Santa because mm. I'm now here with the sleigh and I'm talking to Santa. He's still right. not one point believed that Buddy was actually an elf. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, out of left field, like, mm. now we have proof. So it kind of takes away that belief part. It's yeah. like, here's the proof because you've seen it because Santa's here. Yeah. If Santa didn't arrive, how does this movie wrap up? What happens? I don't know. And- what you're talking about there is faith, though. Like, as in, they they needed to see proof in order to have Christmas spirit. Whereas you should faith. have faith in that's it. Not, you should have faith in it to have belief a in Christmas and Santa. Correct. It's like, yeah. it's like the prime example of Jesus. Cause let's be honest, his mm. day too. Let's talk about him. If people were <laughs> like, you know, when it comes to religions, like, well, mm. it's not faith. If God has to come down and prove that he's real to you. Yeah. It's no longer faith. Then it's just faith. Hey, I'm is, God, I'm here. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Faith <laughs> yeah. is be- believing something without requiring. Like, and this is solid, a ridiculous thing to compare it to, but it's, yeah. it's the same thing with Santa. You can't be like, 
you must believe in Santa and the Christmas mm. spirit, but I will show myself to prove that I'm real. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going. And I'll tell you what, I'd... ladies and gentlemen, this is this has gotten much more deeper than I thought. <laughs> this particular well, talking Christmas point of this, something of this deep movie. Is something. <laughs> but but like, don't get me wrong. Don't let me say that like all the stuff we're talking about here with how this third act sort of throws in a curveball. Mm. There's some questionable things happening. It's not a huge factor to sort of bring the movie down majorly for me. It's no. just. It's just a couple of gripes I have with the movie on top of Will Ferrell being a dickhead. <laughs> you know, just a He's enjoyable in this movie. It's fine. Leave me alone. It's all good. I like but, it. Only, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, look, I think it, it's probably probably best that we uh, we move into a rating point now because um, I, I'm going to shock you all. I'm going to shock you. Okay. You, you, go, you go first then. <laughs> you tell me. Tell me what you think. Tell me. Okay. What you think. After, after everything I've said, right? My my original like hatred of this movie to growing to quite enjoy this movie. I quite yeah. like this movie. There's great stuff in this. I won't lie. There's there's wonderful stuff here. There's still stuff that annoys me. There's still the bits where it's like, what the hell is this movie about? Why is Santa now here? What's going on? Yeah. The stuff that we were just talking about, like the faith in the Christmas spirit and all of that and yeah. believing. And it's like, yeah, it was kind of just spoon fed to a more. <laughs> There's issues. I can nitpick, whatever. Um, and I guess for a collective, all those reasons above, you know, little things I have issues with, I'll knock a point off. This yeah. is still a four out of five uh, VHS tapes, four-star movie, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Four. Like, this is a great movie. It's a great Christmas movie. There's lots of joy. There's happiness. Zoe Deschanel is wonderful. Um, Always. And look, Always. Will Ferrell is... He's a charming, charismatic dude. I get it. There's just moments in this where I'm like, too much, man. Bring it in. Tone it down. Why are you yeah. so mature? I'm really, just because you're raised by elves, it doesn't make sense. None of the elves act like you. I don't get it. But yep. somehow it all still works. It it does. So four. I mean, if I could talk to my 13-year-old self and be like, you will one day rate this four out of five. Yeah. It'd be like, what the hell? You changed, man. Used to be cool, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's me. All right, four, you four out of five. <laughs> All right, um, okay. So I'm conflicted, right? Because there's things I don't like about this movie. I don't like, like, pretty strongly. <laughs> things yeah. I do like about it, I really do like. So the things I don't like, I don't like the immaturity, like, because it does remind me of Step Brothers. And I saw Step Brothers before I saw this movie, and so that I can't disconnect that. And yep. it really annoys me for exactly the reason you said. No one else, <laughs> none of the other elves are immature, like stunted from like maturity. They're just smaller, <laughs> but they are adults and they act like <laughs> adults with high pitched voices. That's it. Um, so it doesn't. It annoys me a little bit, but the joy that like the the way that Will Farrell portrays this character and just how just so unconditionally happy with everything that he is, that is an, an uplifting to me and it's beautiful to watch. And it's so funny, just the gags, all of the gags throughout the whole movie. It's so it's such a good watch. So and and also the book ending of the the North Pole stuff and santa and all that that's a bit annoying or not annoying it's jarring to me so I've, I've got to mark it down for that 
but I've got to mark it up for just how happy it makes you feel when you watch the fucking movie. <laughs> so I'm stuck. I, I think it has to be a four. Like, I'd love to give it more, but I also... I want to give it less, but it's a four. It's a four. <laughs> I love how I love how we sort of we're coming in at the same place there, and with yeah. the same sort of arguments of the back and forth of yeah, like, you know, there's there's a lot of the, this movie that annoys me yeah. quite a lot. Like, it, but at the and same it, time, and, and it I'm doesn't like, just annoy me; it really so annoys me. But the, yeah, but the, the the delightful elements in this movie are so much fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's a good movie when it's not being shit. So, like, uh, my wife was teasing me, man. Like we we're watching it last mm-hmm. night, and like she knows obviously my journey with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and there would be bits where like I would be laughing, and she'd be like, "See, you love this movie," and I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> no. I'm yeah. enjoying this movie. <laughs> like I'm enjoying it. Let's not get carried away." She's like, "You love it." Yeah. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I wish you would feel the same way about this movie like as Lord of the Rings as you do about this movie. <laughs> oh, that's next, isn't it? It is I next. I think we can officially it, it say. It is next. We were going to do it earlier, but we bumped it for all these bloody Christmas movies. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But it is t- tis the season to have to d- discuss things Christmas related. So, but yeah. well, hey, look, you know what? There's, there's, there's elves in that, aren't there? So that's good. <laughs> Yeah, and, together, and an old an old man with a big white beard. So basically, it's basically a Christmas movie in itself. Yeah, and, <laughs> and little little Hobbit people, little they they're like elves too. I guess. Yeah, cool. It is a Christmas movie. Just a yeah, maybe a bit short people. There's there's <laughs> there's people with beards and there's elves. That's great. Fantastic. Hey, people get given jewelry as a gift. Golden rings, gold rings. Yeah, yeah I'm talking twelve days of Christmas. That's that's wild. Yeah. Wow, the parallels, they're so evident now. Um, mm. Well, either way, I think this was our rewind <laughs> to 2003's Elf. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rewind and Review. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us. And feel free to leave us a review. Uh, yep, and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at uh, Rewind and Review Podcast and X or Twitter if you're oh, if you're old school <laughs> and Instagram um, as that film stew podcast. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, that film stew and some like <laughs> comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. They certainly do. Thank you all for listening um, and for joining us uh, on this long journey about a crazy Christmas movie. Uh, it's been another episode of Rewind Review. We'll see you on the next trip. Oh, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Stay safe, stay clean, and I don't know. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. See you next year. Be well to yourselves and be well to others. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.